honest conversations with interesting people. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, and I talk to a wide variety of guests across an eclectic range of interesting topics. People I've spoken to include a magister from the Church of Satan, a blind Australian filmmaker, a puppeteer from Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, and I also speak to musicians of all kinds of genres, authors, actors, podcasters. Really, there is no limit to who I speak to, and the subject matter is endless. So if you believe in the art of conversation and want to hear different people talking about their passions, then this is the perfect show for you. You can find Genuine Chit Chat anywhere you listen to podcasts, and there's some video versions on YouTube, so there's no reason not to tune in. Welcome to the Superdraft. Brought to you by Comics in Motion, an ongoing series in which contestants battle it out to have the best team of characters as voted for by you, the listening public. I am your host, Super Dummy Paul, and today's contestants are Spider Dan of the Secret Balls from Oop North, and Dan from that Dark Ronin from the South Indies. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, the two of you, and thank you for joining me, everyone out there. Um, as always, full rules of the draft can be found at superdummy.co.uk slash draft because they are slightly complicated. But a very quick rundown of the main ones. Each contestant will pick five characters from a particular chosen category. Each character can only be picked once in a series. I didn't send you the list for this one, but we're fine. The, <laughs> which people will realize when I read what the category is. <laughs> The order will follow a snake format. Round famous one. Last words. Yeah, yeah, famous last words. Uh, yeah, famous last words. <laughs> you've, you've worried me there. Um, each, <laughs> we'll follow a snake format. Round one, contestant A, then B. Round two, contestant B, then A, and so on and so forth. The winner will be decided by a Twitter vote, which can be found on the Comics in Motion Twitter feed. So head to Comics in Motion P on Twitter. And it will be there. Send in your votes, and we will find out who wins in this crazy, spectacular December special. Woo! Yeah. Now, very quickly, a slightly redundant asking you this: uh, the results of the last episode. It was Dan of the South, formerly known as Dan, versus Blake, known as Blake. Uh, this was a very close one actually dan you were leading for quite a while um but blake he managed to squeeze out just at the end just got the win there at the end and it was 53 percent to blake and 47 percent to dan um which yeah. is a bit of a running theme wow. which is all a bit brexity as well mm. very very tight um now look i'm not going to ask you what you thought dan because you were there so yeah, I was. I'm there. not going to ask you um, who you thought should have won. It... <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? Like, I thought it was a very, very close competition. Like, like you said, because I think I was watching the the poll, and it went from tie to me being like maybe two, three percent ahead to him being three, four percent ahead, and then went back to tie. And I, was like, <laughs> and I got very, very confident in myself because I think towards the end of the poll I think towards the end of the poll I was ahead by like three four percent which I'll take by any by, by the way <laughs> but um no he I think he got it because I think for me I think because he thought outside the box mm. 
um, especially when he picked, I think it was Asterix and the mask yeah. and Rocket Raccoon as well. Rocket Raccoon, I would have never thought of to pick. Um, so I think he done very, very well. Tip my hat to you, Blake, but you bastard because you stole Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Spidey Dan, I won't put you too much on the spot and say, mm. did the right person win? A good episode? Yeah, I think so. I think I think it was very well argued and very well put together. Um, you know, it could have gone either way. Absolutely could have mm. gone either way. Um, but um, clearly the the audience felt Blake was the winner. But again, as we saw by the percentage, a very, very tight... Uh, it could have gone either way. Could have gone either way, but um, the the public have spoken, and that's that's the way it is. But again, maybe maybe that Wolverine was the decider. Maybe mm. maybe he did steal it. But I hate the public. <laughs> hate the public. You tell him. You tell him. Don't don't even listen to this one, public. <laughs> Just put your votes in now, everyone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, very, very, I very, love you, very, public. I love you, public. We love you. We love you. Uh, vote for my team, though, obviously. Um, uh, but yeah, no, really, really well, uh, really well put together, really well argued. Great picks, nice, diverse set of characters. But yeah, overall, a really good podcast. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I, I won't put you on the spot too much because it's a bit awkward. He's right there. Um, <laughs> So on we're to all, today. Already combatants now. We're combatants. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, it's all fair love and war. Indeed. Today's war. Now, I, people may have noticed the theme. Uh, you've probably noticed from the podcast title, if you've looked on your app of choice. Um, we have Dan and Dan. Uh, and just sort of a heads up, it's Dan B and Dan B. So... I'm going to have some issues here. I'm going to call you by various names. People of the public who are listening, bear with me. Hopefully you'll know who I'm talking about. And just to wind up the uh, the craziness, today's category is Dan's. So. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dan of the South, how did you get on with your Dan to Dan's? Uh, how did I get on? It was certainly a... Um challenge because i there, there are a lot of dans out there but for the nature of what we're researching well not what we're researching what this episode is about like you you know pitting five dans against another five dans uh, it was very it was kind of a, it was sort of hard to pick the right dans for the dan job do you know what i mean so um uh, but the, but then and then I mean Spider Dan, you probably came across a few Dan's that uh, that you were like, oh, oh yeah, he's pretty good. I'll I'll add him in. I'll add him in. So um, I am pretty interested to see where this goes. I mean, I've obviously I have my 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 eighteen, my top five, but just in case for this very occasion, you know, because it happened with Blake, um, I have another five <laughs> that. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to come off the come off the bench and score some Dan points, if as it were. Mm, very nice. Well, yes, you did um, reveal to me, uh, Spidey Dan down at the north. Mm. Uh, you have, shall we say, a couple of backups, just in case. I would say a couple, maybe a little more than a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I could say I dedicated too much time to the research, but uh, <laughs> but 
I've got a few, so I'll, I'll but I'll keep them in my back pocket, so uh, so the other Dan doesn't steal them, and again, steal a victory from me. Mm. I don't want that happening. I'm, I'm going to learn from that mistake if I can. <laughs> but how did you get on with the research in general? Was did you find this an easy one or a, a weird one? Um, I think I came up with like a top five quite quickly. Um, I've I've tried to get look. Um, I'm, I'm obviously a comic book fan, so most of the time I know the the alter, you know, the alter ego for most of these superheroes. So I go, oh, like, oh, Iron Fist, and you know, characters like that, and uh, Karate Kid. I thought of as well. Um, but uh, again, I'm just giving ideas to Dan now. That's a bad <laughs> idea. But um, but I wanted to kind of I wanted to vary I wanted to vary up and uh, I wanted to vary up and kind of look elsewhere. So I've I've gone with a, a few choices. I've got one from a video game, couple from uh, from film, and the rest are basically from from comic books as well. Um, but yeah, it's a, a, a quite a varied group, I'd say. Mm. Uh, some. Some abilities. I have I have gone back and forth. A few people were substituted, and and I thought part part of me was like, oh, I should give it. I should you know balance the team out a bit more. And I was like, no, no, I want to win. <laughs> so, op, just op. Very good. Yeah, I I should say I we did agree that these dams can be from anywhere because if we try to restrict it to a particular medium, we may. Um, it just might get a bit weird. So these are Dan's from anywhere. Um, video games, comics, movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, so this is going to be Dantacular. Mm. Uh, and Dantastic. And these are, all these are going to keep on coming, people. So strap <laughs> in. <laughs> so yes, I have put your names into the famous randomizer. Two Dan's went in two dan's came out came out said dan and then dan and then i thought well i'm better changing that and so <laughs> the person who came out first was mr acting dan oh is that me then no, that, yeah you. that's you yeah yeah, yeah okay. you're, you are officially the actor he, he just uh, you know does it for fun um yeah it could, it could be like a- acting president, though. You know, oh, maybe, yeah, that's you true. Know, or acting, you know, of some some other form. But I I I, I thought it would be me. Um, <laughs> so right, would you like to go uh, first or second? Oh, I get the choice. Yes. Um, uh, did you say you went first last time, Dan? I went first in the introductions. As for the actual thing, I think I went second. I think. I I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you lead, so I'll let you go first, and then I will I will give my retort uh, to your to your <laughs> combatant. So I'm gonna be very um, very your very uh, gentlemanly. Yes, my rebuttal. Your rebuttal. Yes, uh, very sport sportsmanlike behaviour from myself. Yes. I can't say I'll keep yes, it up yes. though. So we'll, we'll yes. see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <clears throat> Strap in, gentlemen. All right, so my first combatant into the ring. Um, this gentleman is from in England, as it happened, but from a place called Galloway. He was born between 1254 and 1286. Uh, he debuted in his very own video game in 1998. Um, uh, and he, he debuted on the PlayStation... Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I am talking about the one, 
the only Sir Daniel Fortescue from Medieval. Blimey. <laughs> yeah. So I chose him, and I think he will be my leader, my head honcho, um, simply because, uh, as I was doing my research, he has uh, achieved being the Slayer of Dragons, the Vanquisher of Legions, um, and he was also the head of the Royal Battalion. So, you know, you can't really go wrong with that. Um, And if you've played the game at all, um, and if we're going by PlayStation 1 graphics, he's able to whip out like a huge sword or an axe or anything like that at the drop of a hat. And um, yeah, so he is the reason that I'm choosing him as my head honcho. And not only that, it's because he's a member of the undead, so he can probably do things that probably the normal human being could not. Um, simply like swinging a sword in what in a 360 degree angle and um, be able to spin not only his sword but himself. Uh, um, so yeah, my first pick is Sir Daniel Fortescue. Wow, I, I have to say, I do not know that game because I did not have a PlayStation 1, so that passed me by. I, I do know the game. And he was in my top five. Oh. <laughs> you stole one. You stole one already. Don't worry. I've got another 17 others I can pull out. Uh, but I absolutely love that game. It was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Uh, I know they remastered it recently. I, I do want to play mm. it again, I think. Um, I, I love the combat. The humor was great. It was yeah. It was a lot of fun. The character was called Dan, so I was like, I identify with a knight called Dan, sure. <laughs> Um, and I love that he could like take his head off. He was like things from Adam's <laughs> family. He could walk around with his head on his hand, wow. this green hand and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could pull yeah, off your yeah. pull off your own arm and use that as a weapon. I love that <laughs> when you when you know you lost a weapon or you broke one or something. I can't remember exactly what it was like, but I, I just remember it was like it was a, kind of a go- goofy fun game. Well, yeah. And uh, I had a lot of laughs with it. I think there was a lot of secrets and mm. other stuff you could. Unlock. Yeah, it was. It was up there with um, Spyro. And yeah, absolutely. For me, anyway. Yeah, I know a lot. I know there were a lot of kind of fans of mm. it. Obviously, there must be because it was remade recently. So, mm. but yeah, absolute brilliant game and and obviously an excellent choice, Dan. Wow, wow! Straight away stealing picks there. I love it. This could be interesting. It could thought- be interesting. I thought with your 17 backups, I thought there's no way they've picked the uh, the same top five. But he's uh, Dan, even though he is my adversary, <laughs> is a man of excellent taste, <laughs> clearly. Um, well, oh, well, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. Uh, well, <laughs> if you're going to break out a skull-headed character... I'm going to break out one of my own. And I'm going to go for a Marvel character, also a supernatural character. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for Daniel Mm -hmm. Ketch, who was the second Ghost Rider. Oh, wow. So uh, Danny Ketch, you might not know, but he was the 90s version of Ghost Rider. In the 70s, you had Johnny Blaze, sold his soul to the devil, blah, blah, blah. Demon attached to him became Ghost Rider. Um, This version is is what kind of 
became the most popular version of that character. He was a gritty, dark anti-hero, quite violent, didn't kill for some time, but if you're a demon, you were fair game. Um, Danny Ketch was just like a young guy hanging out Halloween night in a graveyard <laughs> with his sister. Nothing weird about that. Um, and he uh, gets she gets injured, uh, killed by some gangsters that are trying to take over the Kingpin's territory. He finds a motorcycle with a weird emblem, uh, touches it, and then transforms into the Ghost Rider. And he has a, has the best motorcycle you've ever seen. It's not just like a regular motorcycle on fire like the original Ghost Rider. It's a sick Batmobile type shit. It's amazing. Um, and I really like that character. I identify with that character. Um, he has all the kind of the standard powers. So the penance stare that uh, Ghost Rider uses in the films is actually from that version of the character, and that just kind of carried on, that kept kept going with those characters. Hmm. Um, he can generate hellfire. Um, he has a, a chain that he can he can you know has a life of its own basically. Um, he can make his bike you know drive up walls, fly, hmm. um, you name it. Um, he is as kind of a supernatural sense. He has a healing factor, enhanced strength, durability. You name it. He's gone one. He's gone toe to toe with the World War Hulk, uh, World Breaker version, Green Scar version of the Hulk, which was one of his most powerful um, versions of that character. Um, yeah, I just I really dig him, and and that's the classic outfit. He has again in the movies is based on the Danny Ketch version. They just borrowed, they just took all the elements they liked of Danny Ketch and gave him hmm. the all because it's it's not the best origin story, but we do later find out that Danny is related to Johnny Blaze. Is it's he's his um uh, distant brother cousin, um half removed. I can't remember, <laughs> uh, but they're 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 related. They're in a bloodline and. And he's, he's, he's had his fair share of problems at alcoholism and he's been addicted to being Ghost Rider as well, the power itself. Um, but they, at one point, they both wage war on heaven because they're the, the there's a rogue angel trying to take over heaven and destroy the earth and hell and stuff. Um, but yeah, great character, lots of fun and some crazy weird adventures uh, that they went both went on as well. But that's, that's my pick. Um, so wow. Ghost Rider. Uh, Dan the Daniel Ketch version. That's brilliant. Mm. I just for the record, I have just looked at uh, a picture of his motorbike. Very good, very nice. Love it. Very good pick. Mm. Danny of the South, would you reckon? No, that's a very good pick. Um, I mean, I was only because I mean, I'm not the hugest um Ghost Rider fan, so I wasn't aware of a Danny Ketch. I mean, this is Marvel, so you know, there's bound to be like a number of variations of the same character not the same character but the same mantle i should say um and by the sounds of it oh, maybe there's, we there's a have... lot of ghost riders <laughs> and by the sounds of it we should have had a danny ketch ghost rider movie instead of a johnny blaze right uh, ghost rider movie because uh, it sounds pretty darn cool Maybe have Nicholas Cage in it as the same thing, same person, but mm. maybe not. Who knows? Um, but um, no, good choice. Pass pass on the mantle. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, but yeah, very very good choice. Yeah, um, very good. I mean, I was going when I was doing my research. I was actually going through like comic book characters with the name Daniel, but maybe I was being a bit too pedantic and not going for Dan, Danny, or whatever because I didn't come across him at all. So very very well done, sir. Mm. Very good. 
Yeah, we did have a discussion uh, just before you joined, um, mm. Spidey Dan and myself about what 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 All names maybe accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we I don't think we're straying too far from the uh, no from the Dans and the Daniels. No, no. or maybe are we? Oh. Who knows? No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe who knows? We'll, we'll soon to find out. Yeah. Now. Snaky, snaky rules. So going second, Mr. Spidey Dan, means you get your second pick first. So who do you have okay. number two? Number two. two. Okay. Two. I'm going to go for another comic book character that I've just replaced Sir Daniel Fortescue with. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Daniel or Dan Dryberg from Watchmen. Uh, he is yeah. the second iteration, another second iteration of Night Owl, who, uh, as we see in the film, is a slightly pudgy, uh, impotent um, crime fighter. Uh, uh, so he's he's obviously a first pick for me. Uh, so, uh, so he was uh, he very much is kind of based on the kind of Blue Beetle aspects of the characters. He's a bit like Ted Cord. In relation to, I think it's Dan Garrett was the original Blue Beetle. I guess I could have had him as well. Um, just giving Dan more ideas. Shut up, Dan. Shut up. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he's uh, he's he's basically he's basically the Watchman's Batman. He's um, he's physically able. He has a ton of gadgets. Uh, he has his own owl ship, which has like flamethrowers on it, missiles, uh, tear gas. Um, he, he's got various different suits. He's got an Arctic suit. Um, much like any Batman action figure, you've got to have all the different suits for all the different occasions. Like Iron Man, he's got a million suits for stuff. Um, so yeah, he's a he's a very skilled, highly skilled combatant. Um, and it, and in the and in the film, he, he's basically superhuman. He's like punching bricks out of walls and stuff. Um, but he's intelligent. He's sensitive. He's genuinely a nice guy as well. Like he genuinely wants the best. He wants the world to be. Uh, the best it can be, and it's a very obviously dark and disturbing world in The Watchmen, if you're not mm. familiar with it. Uh, I won't spoil any of the story, uh, other than the impotence that I just talked about. Um, this this is an interesting podcast, isn't it, already? Um, uh, but yeah, he's he's basically, imagine Batman, but, but in The Watchmen universe, in a slightly darker, more disturbing, slightly more realistic world, apart from the one superhuman character in The Watchmen. But uh, that is my pick. Very good. Very nice. I still haven't delved my brain into Watchmen. I really need to do it. I know everyone's given me the look. I know. I'm sorry, everyone. Is it? Is it? Is that? Is that it on your shelf behind you? Uh, I don't think so. The, the yellow one. The yellow. The yellow one at the bottom. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder where I put that book. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Um, I, yeah, still haven't read it. Dan, <laughs> yeah, Paul, you're not um, you're not alone when it comes to Watchmen. I think I watched the movie. I can't remember when it came out originally, but I watched it then. Um, and then at the point the Watchmen series came out, I tried to watch it with um, uh, with my wife Beth, but um, I was confused. So I, I tried to. I need to rewatch the movie. Also, I re I really <laughs> want to re reread the the graphic novel because obviously there's um Doomsday Clock and stuff like that. So I want to read that too. Um, 
Yeah, and yeah, like some of the like, some of the characters in there were very interesting, especially uh, uh, Um So yeah, no, you've you you've inspired me, Danet Tetnoff, to um <laughs> to reread it, to reread it all. Well, not reread it, read it all. <laughs> That's that's your mission now. That's your mission, and uh, yes. maybe I'll reread it along with you. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's basically Batman, but but not. Yeah, not <laughs> not Owl Man, Night Owl. Um, uh, but yeah, just in the in the what in the Watchman iteration of characters. But yeah, very good. Well, the show is doing its job, making people want to read more and watch more. Mm-hmm. So, thank you for that. I, I mean, no, not really, because my reading list is so big. I, I don't have time for this, Dad. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> second pick. My second pick, um, not only did was he in a movie back in 1994, he was also one of the main characters in the TV show of said movie in 1997. He was in uh, all of... 188 episodes. He was once native to the planet Earth, but then moved to the world Abydos. I hope I've pronounced that right. Um, I am talking about the man of Stargate SG-1, Mr. Daniel. Let me get my notes. Mr. Daniel Jackson. Um, Yes, so I picked him uh, because he would serve as probably my my background checker, my intelligence officer, because he's a archaeologist. Archaeologist, so you know he's he's into his history, so he'll deep delve deep deep. Sorry, beg your pardon. Um, into maybe any organization, individuals past. Um, so he'll be able to find facts that maybe somebody would miss on the on a given day. Um, he also speaks twenty three languages, um, twenty three languages, and they're all those are earthly. But he also speaks uh, some extraterrestrial languages, including gold and ancient. And I do apologize. It's either Unas or Unas. Um, so if it's like hidden communications or. Um, they're doing I don't know a, a stealthy mission where they need to gather gather intel and they speak another language. He could do that. Um, yeah, and that's why I've I've picked him, and he's probably one of the ones like we discussed earlier. You know, that was probably picked last in PE. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just going to put it out there. I love Stargate SG One. I have seen that entire series multiple times. Daniel Jackson is a boss, and I love him mm. so much. And I will stop talking now because I could probably go on about him for a long, long time. <laughs> I I think uh, Dan Dryberg and Daniel Jackson would get on very mm. well. Actually, I don't think they would fight if they could avoid it. I think they're both like very highly intelligent. You know, they love their tech and they love science. Mm. Um, so I think they'd have a have a ball of a time, you know, working together. I think the the fight would be very brief. If mm. we were talking like a Marvel team up, it'd be the brief fight, misunderstanding, and then the the team up would be last much longer. I think. Yeah, do my research. Redo my research on him. Um, he must be one of the lucky sons of bitches in any TV show because he is 
died and he's come back and he's died again and then he's come back and then it's like I think that's somebody I need on my team because he can be he can be probably like my ace in the hole as well because he's military trained as well I would I would I would assume um so yeah he could be my son he could just come out of nowhere just at, at the pinch at the uh at the last furlong as it yes. were definitely yeah. an underdog I think mm. he's very sciencey but he can look after himself in a firefight mm. he by the by the later series that man is hench yo he <laughs> he he can look after himself <laughs> Yes, he he starts as a nerd, and the last few seasons he's he's quite unrecognisable. Good pick. I'll stop talking now because otherwise this will become a Stargate podcast. <laughs> right. Yes, indeed. So, snakey snakey rules. Danny B, Danny boy, your third pick from the south. Ooh, from the south. <laughs> My. My third pick, um, he made his first appearance in Marvel premiere number 15 in May of 1974. He obtained his powers from the city of Kunlun. Um, this is, of course, Mr. Danny Rand, a.k.a. Iron Fist. Um, chose this guy simply because he can be our uh, combat expert. More specifically, our unarmed combat expert, um, because he has that ability to focus his chi, can hide his abilities, his strength, his speed, his agility, um, and his fist makes a pretty good nightlight. Um, and while he's using his nightlight, um, he's impervious to, to pain, to injury. Um, and upon my research of this guy, that I found out that he. Amongst his achievements, he's able to have knocked out Luke Cage. He's brought down the Black Panther in his vibranium suit. Um, and he's managed to take down the shield helicarrier in, in one in one hit. So, you know, why wouldn't you want this guy on your team? <laughs> um, and he would actually be able to serve as the team's um, medic because he's able to um, what's the word? He's able to focus his chi not only within, so he can heal himself, but he can focus his chi without as well. So he's able to not only heal himself, but he's able to heal others. Um, he'll be good on reconnaissance missions because he's able to fuse his consciousness with other people. Um, so he'll be able to see top secret documents. He'll be able to listen in on conversations and so on and so forth. Um, but like I said, he's um, he he would be somebody who I would pick as my um, an combat um, sensei teacher sifu, however you want to um, describe it. But he could probably also teach others his ability to concentrate his chi into different parts of his body. So yeah, that's my third pick. It is Danny Rand, aka um, Iron Fist. My uh, nice. combat teacher. Don't uh, I have to say, yeah, I have to say, Dan, very well researched because Iron Fist is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Uh, I love him. Uh, mm. My dad was into martial arts and stuff, so that's kind of like a big, big thing for me. Um, and 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. If another thing he can do is he can channel the chi into like weaponry, mm. so he can he can shoot like iron fist guns or and <laughs> you know have a sword, iron fist sword with the the chi being channeled through it. Um, yeah, am- amazing character. I I don't think the the Netflix show did him any services. Oh my, because my God, I had to force myself to watch that. I really did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, one great, one great, and and it was a re- it was really disappointing uh, for me because I'm like, oh, so, how do you how do you fuck this up so badly? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 if if I get started on that, I won't shut up about that either. So, uh, <laughs> but no, e- excellent choice, excellent choice. Um, yeah, no, I love I love that character, I love his abilities, I love the kind of the history, the backstory, and. Yeah, all the different iterations of that character are really interesting as well, all the different runs. Um, and most of it, most of the stuff that was written and and uh, drawn at the time was by the the guy who, was, who were writing the X-Men and drawing the X-Men. And that's where the comic where Sabretooth is introduced as mm. well in Iron Fist. Uh-huh. Very yeah. good. Daniel cool. of the South, you are really speaking to at least two of us here, so... <laughs> no i'm glad i'm glad i've done i've done the character justice in my little uh cross statement um because i I was because it's one of the characters i i know i don't know a hell of a lot about um and i'm trying to learn from my previous draft episode of how much um research that i needed to do like their first appearance what they can do and yada 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 you know what i mean so i'm glad that um yeah i appreciate your kind words. my pleasure yeah almost almost made my top five as well almost made my top four so excellent pick again almost not just 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 (laughs) off i i wanted to vary up a little bit more than with what i already had but yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter still still an excellent choice very good. Very good pick, sir. Now, Northern Dan, no pressure. A couple of crackers there that have sort of tickled both our funny bones. Yeah. So what have you got for your third pick? I. It's not going to tickle your funny bones because <laughs> this guy, this this guy is, is, not only is he terrifying in himself, however... His backstory is equally disturbing. Oh dear! Uh, this is this is Daniel Robitaille, who was portrayed by Tony Todd in a '90s film, which scarred me for life. And it is the Candyman. Wow! So the Candyman is a a character who, uh... yeah, he's a he's a character who was a former slave he's a he's a free man and then he falls in love with i think it's a the daughter of a kind of a plantation owner or something um they don't like that because they're racist and basically kill him chop him up uh cover it pour like honey on him cover him in bees like uh crucify him it's horrendous awful horrific thing and he comes back years later as an urban legend and if you say Candyman five times in the mirror, which I still have not done in my life. I will not do. <laughs> um, he comes and kills you, um, and he comes and kills you with a massive bloody hook that they attach to his hand. It's got like nails coming out of it. Um, it's fucking really disturbing. So basically, he's kind of a ghost demon kind of thing going on, 
Um, and he's kind of seductive as well. He kind of there's a sedu- seductive power to him, and he he kind of he's like be my victim, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And he he goes after this one woman in the in the first film, and uh, yeah, and he he basically just turns up anywhere, and if anybody obviously says his name, he comes and he appears and kills them in very uh, disgusting ways. So he's like, you know, he's a, he's a ghost. So he can walk through walls. He can be anywhere. He can mess with your head. He can attack you physically, like a poltergeist. He can teleport. Um, he can, you know, he can basically produce bees out of his mouth. <laughs> like in the in the film, Tony Todd had real bees in his mouth. Oh, and there's Jesus. a scene where they're just pouring out. He, he got like a thousand dollars for every sting, which is uh, which is a good thing to put in your contract for that <laughs> film. But uh, yeah, the, the, all the all the killer bees are kind of pour out of you. Um, it, it still still horrifies me to this day. Um, excellent character. I've not seen the remake yet, but I've heard kind of mixed things about that. Um, but I will I will get around to it eventually. Um, but yeah, so I've gone with uh, with Daniel Daniel Robitaille. Um, love Tony Todd as well, and just an, one of my favorite actors as well. And and it's such a uh, you know he has this big fur coat and everything. Um, and it's a chilling film, chill like really well shot, and the cinematography and everything, and uh, and the kind of stuff the film's trying to say is really interesting as well. Um, but yeah, that I'm going with uh, Daniel Robitaille, the Candyman. Brilliant! What a great pick. Now, I'm not going to lie, Dan, other Dan, your reaction. Was this possibly on your list or your reserve list? He, so as I was doing my my research, he, I came across him and I was like, ah, oh, here's another, uh, like, supernatural OP character. Maybe he'd be really, really, really good. But then I'm casting, again, I'm casting my mind back to my previous, um, draft episode and I thought that he would probably be someone who was a pretty obvious pick um and then on top of that I mm. to be fair and I'll be honest I've never I've never really watched uh Candyman not because I'm scared um but just simply because you will be <laughs> simply it was like <laughs> it was it was in amongst all those other films like um Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and so on and so forth mm. But then I remembered to say, oh, the only way to summon him is to stand yourself in front of a mirror and say his name's five fucking five times. And now I'm no, I'm no idiot. I'm not going to say his name five fucking times because I don't want him popping up any time. That you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm in my 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 area of solitude. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be stupid. So I'm not going to say his name. So he won't be able to pop up and scare me. So therefore, I thought, you know what? He, and you know, and you know, you're gonna laugh. You, you're gonna laugh when when you uh, come across my honourable mentions list, and you'd be thinking, why did he not add him into his honourable mentions list? But here is my reasoning: one being, I'm not going to say his name five times, so he can pop up and try and hack me to death with his hook. <laughs> um, and I thought, I, I did think at the time he was too much of an obvious pick because he's one of the most iconic horror characters out there. So, but I mean, all power to you, um, Spider-Dan. It's a good pick and I like it. I like it. And uh, Iron Fist is going to struggle to get his hands on him as well. So (laughs) there you go. If it's a a direct fight between the two of them, then I, I I think Candyman might have it. And you never know. 
Yeah. Well, well, with my next pick, I think he would he be a matchup for um he would be a matchup for Candyman. So watch out. Oh, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. I am curious. Is is Ghost Rider gonna have to like stand in front of a mirror and in the middle of the battle quickly say his name five times? Or? Mm, no. So in the in the in the film, you do you can summon him. Um, but he can kind of take his time and he can attack people around you as well, like people you care about. I think he he kills somebody, uh, kills the lead character's husband, I think, and uh, her psychiatrist or something. So it, it doesn't direct, it, it doesn't have to be directly summoned by the, the, the five words. But yeah. I think maybe if he is somewhere and someone says it, maybe he would have to go there immediately or something. I'm not, not entirely Gotta sure. Got to go, lads. 100%. <laughs> Oh, I was about to murder you. I can't. Um, There's someone with a mirror down there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just like, just like, can you, man, can you, man, can you? Uh, they could just keep pulling him. Um, yeah, like, I guess that's a, that's a that's a potential weakness. But yeah, he doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, summoned that way. But yeah, that's Ghost Rider can do something. He pulls. I'm sure he can open portals to hell and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure he can pull him out of his his yeah. uh, purgatory or wherever he is. <laughs> awesome. Right, Spidey Man of the Danville. We are on to your fourth pick. Oh yeah, that's me. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That's me. I, I, when you're like, oh, it's the snake thing. I'm like, I'm like, oh yes, the snake thing, and then I completely forget. Uh, yes. So my fourth pick. Who shall I have? Uh, yes. So I'm going to go with another. You, you notice this? I, I seem to like the legacy characters because we've had Night Owl, we've had Danny Ketch, and now I'm going to have another legacy character and another villain. I'm going to go with Daniel Burkhart. Now this is kind of a this is a deep cut. Uh, Daniel Burkhart was the second Mysterio. Um, so Quentin Ooh. Beck was assumed dead, and he taught everything to to Daniel Burkhart. Uh, little, little did we know Quentin Beck had faked his death. Um, but when when he got out of jail, Burkhart he pretended to be that Mysterio that was dead. So he would take like he would take the ball the the ball off his head and like throw it around and stuff. And he's like, I'm a ghost, uh, and scared the shit out of Spider Man because he confirmed he was dead. Um, he was like, Fuck, who is this guy? He's, he's like a fucking demon or something. Um, so Mysterio's abilities are kind of um, obviously he doesn't have any internal superpowers himself. He has a a suit which releases gas um, and hallucinogenic, so people imagine things. Uh, the suit itself it augments his um, you know speed, stamina, strength because it's like an Iron Man armor type thing. Um, he has like the ability to kind of leap and stick to buildings. He can impersonate people, so he can impersonate Spider Man, for example, um, and he his illusions are actually so powerful that people with superhuman senses, like Daredevil and like Wolverine, who he's gotten the better of, uh, Mysterio. That's the original Mysterio, but I'm just it's the same it's the same equipment, it's the same skills. So I'm just transferring that no, over. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so, so, uh, so yeah. So I, you know, he's he's managed to bamboozle them. So uh, so Daniel Burkhart, he's all, he also tried to like, um, he was using a TV kind of program to like mind, uh, you know, brainwash everybody. He can create uh, robotic duplicates as well. So he's 
He's not only is he kind of a scientist that way, um, he knows how to manipulate the media as well. So he's he's quite an intelligent guy. Um, but yeah, so uh, Mysterio, I've gone with as as my pick. Very good. Very nice. Again, another one. I didn't know there'd been more than one Mysterios. Doesn't surprise me at this point, but I didn't know. Um, Danny B of the not Spider-Dan variety. This is just doing my head in. <laughs> what do you think of that one? <laughs> it's going to get tedious. Um, no, I thought that was pretty good. He was actually another one um, whilst I was going through my research that I actually crept up upon him. Um and again, I wanted to pick him, but drawing upon my last episode, he's another one where I was like, is he going to be too much of an obvious pick because he's one of the uh, OP characters um, doing what he can do, like, you know, manipulating what people see and what people can't see, who he appears as, um, being able to manipulate people and stuff like that. Um and to be to be perfectly honest, I don't think even with my research, I don't think I'd be able to do the Mysterio character justice in this iteration. Um justice. Um I'm I'm not gonna say that I'm not a, a comic book fan because I am a comic book fan, but I'm not the biggest comic book fan where I can where I know things off the top of my head, so I can just be like, "Yeah, he's done this, mm. this, 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 and this, and this." So that was probably the other reason why I didn't pick him. Um, part of me wishes that I had, but I haven't, and this is what it is. We have to just live with it and move <laughs> on. Um, <laughs> but um, no, <laughs> it's um, it's it's a very good pick. Um, so yes, tip my head to you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Very nice. And I'm just, you know, side note, thank you for picking the ones with the surnames, which are really easy to spell. Thank you. <laughs> I'll send you the spellings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ro- Robotai Robot- is, a, is a bit of a nightmare uh, to spell. But, um, I'll it's just a good go Dan, now. Danny, Daniel, you know. <laughs> Second yeah. name doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the list that I put on Twitter may just be Dan... And his team, Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> Deal with Dan, it. Dan, Candyman, Dan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do it that way. <laughs> right. You of hey. the coastal variety. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you don't live near the coast, Spider Dan. Not not currently, but I, I was born in Blackpool. And Tell so me, I can't I, even go with that. Born on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man who was born in city and is now on the coast. Your your fourth pick. <laughs> Sorry, my fourth pick. Um, I don't know. It's probably not doing me any favors throughout this bloody whole bloody episode because there have been characters where I've said, "Oh, I don't know a whole lot about this character," but this one I don't actually know anything about this character. But I just came across him and I thought, "Oh," and I read a bit, read up about him, and it's like, "Oh." You know, I'm going to read up about read up on him and uh, possibly uh, watch the, uh, the the TV show. So this is another uh, TV character. Actually, this is an animated TV character, um, and he's the star of his own show on Nickelodeon. Um, that went on for three seasons, and I think it was in ninety. It was either nineteen ninety seven. I know it's a bit of a leap. Either nineteen ninety seven or two thousand and four. Um, this guy, or oh, this 
teenager, I should say, had a accident with uh, a portal that his parents had opened, um, which had it, which had torn the veil between Earth and the ghost zone, which in, in effect blew up the laboratory and turned him into the superhero. Um, I am talking about Danny Fenton, aka Danny Phantom, which is like, ugh, on the nose, right? Very on the nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so basically Danny Phantom, obviously I've given you the little backdrop on it, um, but he becomes this half ghost, half human superhero um, who battles all these other ghosts that creep through from the ghost zone um, with his two best friends, Tucker and Sam, and try to keep his city safe. Um, so I chose him because, and I've been saying this about like two other characters, like Mysterio and oh, who was the other character? I think it was Ghost Rider because I, I thought that they were very obvious picks. Um, but he has supernatural strength and he's able to tear through things like reinforced titaniums, titanium. Um, he's able to lift hordes of enemy ghosts with you know the the, uh, the snap of his fingers. Um, he's able to withstand various great impacts like oil truck explosions, builders crumbling on top of him. Um, he has very supernatural agility speed. He's be able to manipulate his body so he'll be able to turn his body, like parts of it, like if he wanted to reach for a wall, he can turn his arm into a ghost arm and reach for the wall, do that. Um, he can fly. He has an ability called Ghost Ray where he can shoot like uh, lasers through his hands or his fingertips. Um, and as I said earlier, because he's half ghost, he's able to phase through walls and so on and so forth. So he would be ideal for someone who wanted to, I don't know, steal enemy intel or rescue to go on a rescue mission and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, my fourth pick is Danny Fenton. AKA Danny Phantom. Very good. Another easy name for Paul to spell. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very good. I can't say I'm up on my Nickelodeon uh, characters. I, I was just doing a quick Googling there. You'll be pleased to know, Dan, there's a graphic novel coming out Ooh. next year. Uh, so you Ooh. can get well into your Danny, Fen your Danny mm. Phantoms. Um, Spider Dan? Stick, you, stick your ghost arm in there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I was, I'm familiar with Danny Phantom to a point. I've, I never saw the show. I never watched it. I think I was maybe just mm. a bit too old for it at that point, maybe, or um, or something. But I, I, I like the animation style. I think it's kind of a bit like The Fairly Odd Parents, I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, it sounded like a good show. I heard a lot of, I heard it was a bit of like, a, it was almost a bit of a cult hit, mm. I think. Like loads of people are like, yeah, that's really cool if you like superheroes and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not well up on that character either, but sounds like it's up my street to be honest superheroes yeah i'm, I'm always I think, for that I've i think um one. yeah i think it came out the same time as like samurai jack um powerpuff girls uh a fairly old parents ben 10 that sort of they came around out around the same time as them mm. so yeah pretty damn good yeah 
Yeah, I, I, I have I have younger friends who always recommend it, so it must have been in that kind of generation, uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think a, a very another very good pick, and again, somebody who can you know go toe to toe with Candyman, maybe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Good segue there, I think. Yeah, very good pick. <laughs> very nice pick. Very good. Nice description as well. That's a good one. Now. Dan, with slightly more hair than the other one, this is your final, final pick. pick. So, um, who have you got to round off your team? So to round off my team, um, so um, I'm going to say until I'm blue in the face. Pretty much like when I say, "Oh, I I, I saw this superhero on Smallville." <laughs> um, this guy, <laughs> um, this guy. Um, I wanted to think outside of the box. I wanted to have at least one person on my team, but it looks like, by the looks of it, I've had two people on my team who are pretty much outside of the box that probably I'm hoping nobody would have thought of. Um, so this guy was the lead in a, mo- or a movie, actually three movies, but he only made two appearances in it, two appearances in two movies, um, which the first one came out in 2001. Um, funnily enough, the movie is named after this guy's surname, um, and he's uh, he's famous for in this universe for the burglary job and the Fabergé egg bank job. Um, I am talking about Danny Ocean. Um, so mm. I didn't. And I said, I think I said this before we started recording. There are certain characters that I didn't do as much in-depth research as I did others, um, and I simply chose him because I watched. I think it was Ocean's Eleven, and I think just Ocean's Twelve. Um, but obviously, if you're a professional bank robber, you look at every variable in which way it could happen, even if the next person says, oh, do you know what? You're crazy, mate, because there's no way in hell that could happen. Um, and he, I think Danny Ocean is that person that will look at the unthinkable um, and leave no stone unturned. So along with, um, you know, people like, I don't know, Danny Fenton and um, Danny Rand, who will be able to steal enemy intel he'd be able to take all that intel and look at every variable every obstacle every roadblock that may come their way and he'll be able to find a way to overcome said roadblock which will then you know lead my team to victory um so yeah i'll keep it brief on this one so yeah my fifth and final choice is danny ocean very nice that's i think that's probably the um the kindest description anyone's ever given to Danny Ocean. That's very nice of you. <laughs> um, Spider Dan, what do you think of that one? Uh, I like, I like it actually. Yeah, um, I think he he obviously knows how to work within a group. You know, he's organised. He's a man with a plan. Um, you know, everything seems to go mostly swimmingly for them. Um, I'll be honest. I've not seen the films, but I've, I, I have a, a sense of them um, and what they do and what and the the things they can accomplish. Um, I've I've heard about the the dodgy Cockney accent as well. Oh, don't um, get me started on a dodgy from, accent, uh... my friend. Do not get me fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a, 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 a quite a 
a good pick just in regards to like teamwork and organization and and getting people to the right place at the right time and um kind of doing all that sort of stuff the organizational element i think is a i think that's a really good pick for that for that particular team yeah that's very good pick makes makes a lot of sense you make a good argument there that's a wonderful lovely mm-hmm. team there and i'm sure lovely didn't sound patronizing <laughs> at all of course it didn't <laughs> oh oh dear it's been a long day it's been a long year um <laughs> Right. Now we are into the final pick of the episode. So Dan, who has not done his final pick yet, it is your turn. Who is going to round off your amazing team? So I'm going to go for another horror character, in fact. Uh, So I uh, am going to go with a character who's been in two films and two novels, I believe, and maybe some other stuff. Um, and he is a psychic character who is a, a fond character of, of Mr. Stephen King that he created. It is Danny Torrance from Ooh. The Shining and Dr. Sleep. So I uh, can't remember the young actor that plays him in, in The Shining, but Hugh McGregor plays him in, uh, in Dr. Sleep. Um, he has The Shine, uh, which is a kind of a psychic phenomena. Um, so he can he has visions, he can communicate with people, he um he can cast illusions, uh, things like that. Uh, again, I picked him kind of a, as an organizational kind of thing because he's psychic, he can communicate and plant ideas and you know, just within within a thought. He doesn't need to say it, he can just be like and he can even get people to do things for him and confuse them and and kind of and in Doctor Sleep he goes to the hotel so maybe that's maybe he can manipulate people into the hotel and the ghost can do all the fighting for him maybe Candyman joins in this big ghost army <laughs> um, who knows but yeah uh, he does have a few issues he's you know he he has kind of a uh, apparently a you know uh, he's like red rum red rum <laughs> uh, he's an alcoholic as well in Doctor Sleep so he's he's got a few weaknesses but I think his the the positive sides his his pros are better than his cons uh, and they mm. kind of outweigh them and he he can teach other people to use their abilities he he knows a way, his way around people's minds can get the information as well like we were talking about getting information and using that to the best of their ability he can make people go to sleep he could probably give you a put you in a coma or give you an embolism or something you know um what all the all the good psychics can do um but yeah, so I, I've I've put him in there because uh, I I quite like the films, I quite like the the kind of tone as well, and and I think he's a unique character within the horror world and horror fiction world. Um, and again, I'm, I've gone with a very supernatural edge in my in my team, but mm. I kind of it feels it feels I've I've got the tech guys, I've got you know uh, I've got them, I've got martial artists and stuff, I've got a powerful. A physical presence with a ghost rider but yeah the other two are kind of just you know for unique situations i think they would be very 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 handy and again very underrated and and dan i, I have to take issue with you saying that all my choices are obvious i don't think they're obvious at all <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh it might, might be an obvious choice for you but I, I i didn't think these were particularly particularly obvious but um but mm. 
you know, I, I think the the solid, and I think I think it's a good, I think it's mm. a good battle we've got, a good set between the two of us. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I thought these were like you, like my podcast is all about the obscure, weird, and wacky <laughs> characters. So so that's why the, I thought these would be. Then you're like, oh, they're so. Obvious. <laughs> um, but I mean, it could, not all. I, of I them. guess that's personal personal opinion, but uh, <laughs> but you made it sound like it was a, 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 like a bad thing. But uh, I was like, I was like. You know, sometimes the obvious picks mm-hmm. are the best picks. You know what I mean? So there you are. The thing is, we're we're in a battle. We're, this is love and war, my friend. So as much as I like the characters that you picked, I have to try <laughs> to deter people from picking your team. So I have to be like, oh, he's fucking obvious. Oh, oh my god, he can't. I can't believe he can't. <laughs> I friend. see. Right. I see. <laughs> See, see, much like Mysterio, you are manipulating the media and the audience. <laughs> despicable. Absolutely despicable. Terrible. Don't listen to him, guys. He's not the hero of this story. <laughs> Even though I've got, you know, can- Candyman on my team, you want to be with me, I think. I think you don't want to be against Candyman ever in your life. Die. Some people want to save the world, <laughs> others just want to watch it burn. Also, be on Candyman's side because he's preserving all the bees, <laughs> and they're you know they're going extinct. So, if anything, <laughs> if you pick my team, you're environmentally friendly, and that's cool now. So. Is he preserving them or is he eating them? I'm not. He spits them out more more so than often, but they're they're in like his big rib cage chest as well. They kind of just come out of him. So, so he's storing them and looking after them. You know, so you see, you see him. People out there, people out there, <laughs> if you're listening, when you get your honey, just ask yourself, where has it been? Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want that honey. <laughs> no. There we are. There we are. <laughs> That's put all sorts of wrongness in my head. Um, Sweet well, like honey. <laughs> they're two very different teams, I have to say, but two cracking teams nonetheless. It's going to be interesting to see how this one goes. Um, mm. Yeah, some great picks there. Thank you very much, both of you. That's and This is going to be really interesting. Mm. You've both sort of lent towards your interests. Um yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the results of this one. So comics on motion comics in motion P on Twitter, people. Yes. Um do you have your lists in front of you and then you can do a very quick reminder? I do indeed. If we uh, go of the characters, yeah. Yeah, uh glasses down, do you want to go first? <laughs> I've I've loved every iteration that you've tried to come up with. Um uh, yes. I'm running out. <laughs> I I will list. I will list my choices again. So we had glasses down as uh, Danny Ketch, the the second version of Ghost Rider, Night Owl from Watchmen, uh, Dan Dryberg, the second version of of uh, of uh, of Night Owl, uh, the second version of Mysterio, Daniel Burkhart, uh, Daniel Robitaille, the Candyman, and Danny Torrance, uh, Doctor Sleep. Brilliant. And Dan, who has some greenery behind him, um, your team. Uh, right, my team um, is the one, the only, it's uh, Daniel Fortescue from Medieval. Um, Danny Jackson from Stargate 
SG1. Um, Danny Ren, aka Iron Fist. Danny Fenton, aka Danny Phantom from, well, Danny Phantom. And my last one uh, is uh, Danny Ocean of Ocean's Eleven. Brilliant. Oh, Danny boy. Now, it's not a requirement to have a team name, but it has become a trend. Have either of you got team names? I have, unless he's stolen it. Oh, Oh, go on then. (laughs) No, no, you you go first. Um, I'm just trying to think of one. Yeah, mine is just uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, very good. (laughs) Oh, that is nice. That is nice. That is a nice one. Um, uh, the desperate and dangerous Dan's nice, very good, very good on the spot there. Mm, love like it, them. love it, like it. <laughs> um, obviously, this doesn't count towards the voting, but are there any sort of any of your reserves that you want to give a shout out to? Um, what one of you? Oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> You go first, Dan. <laughs> All right, then. I'll go first. Um, so in keeping with, you know, venturing outside the box, um, these guys were very, very close, but unfortunately they didn't make the cut. Um, so in no particular order, I had Danny Butterman from Hot Fuzz. Um, I had uh, Dan Connor from Roseanne. <laughs> Uh, I had Daniel. <laughs> I had Daniel Larusso from Karate Kid. Nice. Um, I had Danny. Uh, sorry, Dan Hibiki, who's a character in Street Fighter, who debuted in Street Fighter Alpha. Um, and then my last one. My last one. I just did it for the yucks. Um, Daddy Zuko from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He had to be in there. I'd love to see him in there somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> him, him against Candyman. I can't. Yeah. That, that I would actually <laughs> love. Well, he was in a flying car, so I think he'd be very good at it. Uh, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Yeah. That's, and all the alternative sort of thinking about that film and the ending, what it all means, he mm-hmm, could mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. one of your kind of spooky, mysterious characters. Mm, could be. So, yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I had a, I had quite a few, but I won't go. I won't go over them all. Um, so uh, Daniel Witwicky from uh, the Transformers the movie. I He's the him, boy yeah. who can. He has that armored suit. Yeah, I thought I thought that might be handy. Um, Brother Voodoo. Or Doctor Voodoo from Marvel Comics, who is, I believe, he's the ghost version, the ghost brother of of Doctor Voodoo. Um, I think Jericho is the physical living one. Um, Blue Devil from DC Comics, uh, Dan Dare. Uh, uh, who else? Um, Oz Oz from Buffy is actually called Daniel, which I forgot. So Oz the mm. Werewolf from Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. is actually called Daniel. So so I, that that was there, not an obvious one, but uh, but yeah. Um, and Desperate Dan from the Dandy. Yeah, I'm surprised neither of you went with Desperate Dan. But then you maybe know, I, he is, um, you know, as Dan would say, I, obvious. I thought about it. I I thought about it. <laughs> it wasn't just a case of the obvious. It was when I came, when it came down to me doing my. Uh, my research for some reason they didn't crop up 
But then I thought, well, hang on a minute. We're talking about, you know, Dan, Dan, and Dan, Danny, and Daniel from like comics, this, that, and the other. You didn't specify that it couldn't be like a whole franchise. So I could have just been like, oh, all the characters from the Dandy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's that's something. Yeah, that's something. Mm -hmm. That's some big brain thinking now. (laughs) About Dan Dan Bilzerian or. Or uh, Daniel Daniel in the Lion's Den, the biblical character. I thought about oh. Daniel in the Lion's Den, getting all biblical yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get he didn't get eaten by the lion, so that's a that's a superpower in itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. There you are. There you are. I'm sure there's a, a lot of them that people will be shouting out like, "Why didn't you think of this, Dan? Why don't you yeah. think of that, Dan?" I'm sure there's more that we've <laughs> completely missed off. But um, but exactly. yeah, I think I think we did. Pr- I think we both did our research pretty well. And I think it's going to oh, be yeah. a fair fight. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Mm. Very I'm good. Really in- I'm really interested to see where it goes and how mm. people make those decisions. Yeah, let let us know in the comments as well why you why you made those decisions. Leave a comment as yeah. well with your vote. I, I think, think that'd be because that maybe. that's interesting as well because this isn't like it's not like a necessarily a power thing. It's like who were the best dams? It's a really odd one. So. <laughs> It'll be really interesting to see how how people make their decisions. So yeah, le- vote vote and leave a comment and uh, vote for me only for me. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, when you're making your when you're making yes. your, your your votes, guys, you know, just make sure that you know your votes aren't too you know obvious and too op, and you, know, you don't want any of that. So you know, yeah, pick, pick me. Uh, you know, I've, I've been I've been really nice up until this point. I've been really nice. <laughs> This happens again. I'm coming out guns blazing. I'm not. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm not going to be polite. I'm not going to be. There's not going to be any of that. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna lay it all out. Lay it all out. Just be like, yeah. What an obvious pick and another obvious pick. <laughs> if this wasn't a like a villain's origin story, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm well on my way. I'm well on my way. <laughs> this is it. Created an enemy year. today. <laughs> In the new year, we will find out. That Spider Dan has actually snapped, and uh, there you go, gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, both of you. Yes, do send in your comments on the Twitter vote. Um, who you would have picked? If there's any obvious ones that the guys haven't mentioned, if you think they're wrong about anything, let them know. Um, yeah, and yeah, as Dan said, one of them. Uh, do let us know why you picked the particular team because this is going to be an interesting one Um, it could go either way i'm looking forward to seeing the result on this one um yeah comics in motion p on twitter cast your vote send your comments let us know what you think so uh dan who looks like he has two doors behind him where can people find you what are you up to these days is that me? <laughs> no, I don't, I couldn't tell. I'm like, do I? It do looks you... like it has two. Oh, because I got the wardrobe behind me. Oh, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm with you now. Yeah, that, that one was really confusing that time. <laughs> so many variations. The Dan, there should be a Dan verse. <laughs> mm, there should be <laughs> so many iterations. 
Um, right, so people, you can find me on the deep dark Twitterverse under the handle dark underscore Ronin. That's dark underscore R O N I N eighty four. You can hear me on such shows like uh, Superheroes for Dummies, where I co-host along the wonderful, the magical Mr. Paulie Mac. Um, you can also now find me as one of the pop gorillas, where I will leave a spoiler review um, in less time than it takes to uh, to do a song. Um, I have recently, and I think it's recently just come out. Um, if you're into Hellboy, I am alongside a fellow gorilla, uh, Tony Farina, where we chat everything Hellboy. So there you have it. Uh, and Dan, who looks like he has some shelves behind him with a lot of things on, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me <laughs> at uh, spiderdanandthesecretballs.com. Uh, so we are currently going through our alternative alternativity stories season, which means that we look at um, uh, podcasts about films and comics that are around the festive period, but uh, slightly alternative or a bit obscure. And uh, the next one coming out, I believe, will be our Batman Returns podcast, which will feature Andy and uh, and it will also Angry Andy Reviews and Tonya Todd. And then after that, uh, we should have uh, Jaws the Revenge. Uh, Dennis is going to try and defend Jaws the Revenge, which will be... Which will be an uphill struggle, I believe, from what I've <laughs> from what I've heard about the film. Uh, but I'll I'll let you know on the podcast. But yeah, thanks again, Paul. And and if you're not listening to Paul's podcast, get on them, Era of Geek and uh, Dummy's Guide to Geekdom. Do it. That's very nice of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, Browning points. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got to vote as well, Paul. Everyone has to vote. We've all got to vote. I'd see, this is what I do is I'm going to just let everyone behind the secret here. On my account, I vote for one of you. And then the, on the era of Geek account, I vote for the other one of you just so I can see the results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, one um, of their mums who's like, oh, yeah, that's all the kids play. And, you know, and there's no winner here. It's like whoever just takes part, we all take part. We all get a participation award. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so well done, both of you, for taking part. We're all winners here. And, you know, it's all about the friends we made along the way. And in your case, <laughs> the enemies. There are no points, there are no goals. Everybody wins. Exactly. What's important is you turned up and you did your best. Well done. Um. Yes, you can find me, superdummy.co.uk. Uh, and yes, my other show is Era of Geek, which will be taking a bit of a break over December and the new year. But all the old episodes are there. So please do listen. All of these lovely people that you've heard on the draft, they've all been on them. Uh, no, that's a lie. A couple of them haven't been on there yet. They will be. Um, <laughs> I was quickly doing a mental who's been on the draft. They haven't all been on Geek yet. Sorry. Uh, but most of them have. These two have. That's what matters because they're here in front of me. Um, and yeah, Dummy's Guide to Geekdom as well for all your all your super dummy needs, all the wonderful things. Find out more about this show, <laughs> which has turned really awkward, at superdummy.co.uk slash draft. Thank you for joining us 
thank you for listening thank you both of you and everyone go listen to their stuff because they're both amazing and they do wonderful things and i can't get enough of their shows and neither should you ta-da ta-ta for now